Welcome back to the One Week Podcast, everybody. I'm Jonas. I'm Matthew. And this week we are talking about a little bit of a heavy hitter, uh, Mitski. Heavy hitter, big name in the industry. Yeah, her latest release, Laurel Hell. Um, This is a a pretty big release um, after a very long hiatus from Mitski. It's her sixth studio album, uh, which it is my understanding that it uh, is the last album in her contract in terms of quantity um, with what record label she is signed to, which I don't remember. Dead Oceans. Dead Oceans, thank you. Um, Which uh, that, that point will come up numerous times throughout this episode, I think. Um, but I mean, it's like, uh, it's a, it's a huge release because, um, she has a little bit of a prolific run, uh, under her belt with, um, releasing, uh, Bury Me at Makeout Creek, Puberty 2, and Be the Cowboy from 2014 to 2018. Uh, all three of those albums, I think, are very impressive. I mean, Be the Cowboy least so among them without a doubt, but I still think that it's a pretty impressive feat of an album. And I think that that's a pretty commonly held opinion. Definitely bury me at Makeout Creek and Puberty too. Yeah, she she's a bit of um, an indie darling, as I think the term goes. And she's only really gotten bigger and bigger since Be the Cowboys come out without yep. putting out any music at all, or even being like out in the public, like doing anything. She like deleted all of her social media in like either 2019 or 2020. And she really, like, she's kind of, we were, the funny joke was like, where's Mitski? Where is she? Nobody knows where she is. And then she just randomly comes out and is like, okay, new single, new single, and then releases an album kind of out of the blue. Yeah. And, you know, it kind of felt like it landed with a thud because I didn't really see many people talking about this album very long after it had come out. In fact, I don't think I've seen anyone talk about it recently, really, at all, other than people who made, like, one or two comments on it, and that was it. So, this might be kind of, like, the least talked about Mitski album, I yeah, think. Yeah, I mean, I think for sure. Um, I think there's a lot that goes into that. Um, I mean, I, things. I think, um, uh, like, this came out the same day that the new Black Country New Road record came out. And I think that, um, while completely dissimilar, I think it's interesting that those came out on the same day because it gives us a little bit of a dichotomy of someone who is significantly more famous, um, Mitski, obviously, Mm -hmm. uh, who, like, has, like, consistently, many times over, proven their their worth versus a respected and exciting new band you know with their 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 sophomore record um and it's been like two weeks two weeks two weeks um and uh i see a lot of people still talking about the black country new road record and you're right i see like basically nobody talking about laurel hell um Um, I, 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 th- I think a lot of that is because 
like Black Country New Road, like you said, it's like a new band and it has a ton of like young mm-hmm. fans who will obviously post about it and tweet about it and this and that and obviously don't get me wrong, Mitski is in no shortage of like young white boy fans <laughs> who will tweet about her her work. But yeah, I don't know, maybe it's just that Black Country New Road has a much more energized following than Mitski does, or just maybe it's just because people didn't really think there was much to celebrate with the new the new Mitski, but plenty to celebrate with the new Black Country New Road. Yeah, it makes me I have a question to pose that I don't know question. that I really have an answer for. Um, but like Mitski's fan base has like exploded during her hiatus, which is mm-hmm. paradoxical to me. And I don't know that I'll ever understand. I mean, I know, like, she had songs get big on TikTok. But, like, even then, the amount she's grown is... Yeah. It's, it doesn't make sense. I mean, I'm happy that it's happened. But, like... But my question is... Um, does this make it feel like... To you, in your personal opinion... Mm-hmm. That, like, a large portion of that, like, fan base explosion is largely surface level like it's not really people who are that into her because like i mean the people i i interact with are like very into mitski and like Mm -hmm. have like pretty developed mitski opinions and know the discography but like i expected to hear about this on the same level that like people have talked about phoebe bridges in the last two years you know Mm -hmm. like i thought this was going to be like a like a victory lap for you know or at least something yeah rather than just new mitski album came out cool and then everyone kind of just moves on yeah it was not what i was expecting in terms of reception at all um and you know what you know we can we can start talking about the music we can talk about the music i understand why you know I don't I don't think it's a bad album because I don't really think that she can make bad music as long as she's trying because she's a very talented individual. Mm-hmm. But here's my main issue with this album. I feel like it really lacks heart. Yeah. I feel like it felt uh obligatory. Mm-hmm. Um and that's where I'm going to go back to the uh the record deal that she had with Dead Oceans. Um, it would be really embarrassing if I've got my facts mixed up, but I'm fairly certain that, like... Nobody she, checked this. She had to... Nobody looked this up. She, yeah, no one. Uh, she had one more record left with Dead Oceans or with her contract. Mm-hmm. And it feels like she kind of, like, sat down and was like, well, I have to do this. And there's some things that I have been writing about or have feelings about... And like I'll put genuine effort into it, but it doesn't. It doesn't feel like. Like I would want the those two things. That order needs to be reversed to have it be like, art that feels as genuine as I would want it to. You know, like mm-hmm. not. Oh, I have to do this, and I have some things I've been working on. It should be, I have things I've been working on, and incidentally, I have to do this. Um, because, like, everything about this album felt weird to me. The rollout was really weird. It, like, very impersonal. And I get that she doesn't want to be online. That's mm-hmm. fine. But, like, it was very much, like, 
there's an account being run by like a manager that is speaking on behalf of Mitski and we made a music video for this single go check it out and like she's done like two or three like press run videos I guess mm -hmm. that I've seen and in all of them it feels kind of like to me at least it feels kind of like oh this would be like a cute thing to do but like I'm kind of here because the record needs to get promoted and like she's not doing any like appearances on shows which again like this is this stuff is fine like you don't have to do these things to make it more genuine mm -hmm. but like it does make it feel, in the context of everything else, like, well, I'm just going to do kind of like, you know, the like the lower level of what's expected. Like, she's going out and doing shows and stuff. And, like, you know, there's probably, she probably enjoys doing shows, I'm guessing. That's complete conjecture. But, like, the, the first stuff that's been released about this album in terms of, like, public appearance, it's all show stuff. No, like, hey, go listen to Mitski's new album. It's just her doing shows. Mm -hmm. um, and the singles just kind of, like, were put out, and, like, that was it. There, she said nothing besides, you know, just making it. I don't know. It just feels, it feels, it feels kind of weird. Yeah. Like, it just feels like it was put out to be put out, you know? Um... She did put out a music video with every single, mm -hmm. which not a lot of artists do. Yeah. So there was obviously um, some passion put into that, either by her or her team. So, um, I don't know. I've, for these past couple uh, months or so, I've kind of been thinking a bit about, I feel like she's having kind of like a crisis with her, her sound, her sound overall, because her first two albums are like very piano heavy, very ballady, and then she switches to the like lo-fi garage indie sound mm -hmm. that she's kind of known for and built her trademark on. And then Be the Cowboy was a little more instrumentally varied, um, not as rough around the edges, a little cleaner, um, a little like more polished, but I feel like it had less like grit that the the previous two had because the mm. previous two have such like a like a like a dark yeah buzz surrounding them just from the sound and be the cowboy well i i i don't like it as much as puberty 2 or make out creek i still think it is a solid overall album i think it has its moments for sure and i don't think she had lost her touch mm -hmm. but this I think she just doesn't really have a sound that she wants to to do because mm -hmm. there's like I've I've been feeling this since working for the knife came out which was the first single it's such a like a mess of a song and I I, I really don't know because she has written such tight like she is not like new to this she she has made many she went to a music college She's made so much music up to this point, yeah. And the the first thing she puts out to promote the album to like tease the album is this like clunky, like fuzzy synth heavy, like really n not focused song at all. With a music video, I was so confused. I was like, "What is going on?" That's the other thing I wanted to mention in terms of the rollout. 
Because I agree with that on the, like, it's weird that it's kind of how it went. But I feel like in some, and, you know, I'm probably reading into things. But you know what? It's up for interpretation and whatever. Shut up. Whatever. Uh, to whoever would criticize me, not saying you are. But, like... I'll, I'll it, do a little bit of that. <laughs> like, releasing Working for the Knife, which I read as a song yeah. about... Working under conditions that you don't want to, even if you, like... Her opening lines in the song are, I cry at every movie because I wish I was creating things, too. Like, she's being forced to create, in a Mm -hmm. sense. And it definitely feels like that. And, like, conceptually, kind of a baller move, I think. But that doesn't mean that, like... The record is great. Or yeah, anything. could the could the song have been good? Maybe, maybe. But on that, top of that, I mean, that's like a catch twenty two. I feel like because then if the music is like good and like fully developed, well, then you're just going back to like the previous three albums of like stuff that she's been working towards putting out because she wants to. But like, I don't know. It's it's a weird it's a weird breakdown to me. Like it just ev- like. Even the stuff I like on this album, which there are songs that I like. I don't think it's a bad album. Mm-hmm. But even the stuff that I like, I'm like, yeah, this this just feels like she was like, well, I got to do this. And like, I think back to um, Illuminati Hotties, not most recent record, the one before it, Free Illuminati Hotties. Mm-hmm. That was a like label mandated record. And... Um, Illuminati Hotties was like going to make a really bad album on purpose to stick it to the label and she's like gone on record and been like yeah I started doing that but as I was creating I was like it's not worth it to just make bad music as a statement like I still want to put out music I'm proud of in some ways and that album does a good job of it because it's like quick and it's like jagged and like messy but in a good way and really brief mm-hmm. and it like it's a quick album and it got her out of her contract, but it's still respectable. And this album doesn't feel like that in that way. This is just like, I'm a talented musician, so I'm going to make my music, but it doesn't have me connected to it. And she can, it just, like, because I keep thinking about, you know, JPEG Mafia did the same thing mm-hmm. with LP, online and offline. Yeah. And, um, like, obviously that, he went out with a bang and then he was very open with everybody that yeah. was a fan of him that this is to get off the label. I'm releasing two versions. I don't want to be under a label anymore. But the music didn't really suffer because of it. Yeah. Like even the label-friendly version was still a great album. So, I don't know. Maybe I'm just being mean. I mean, I got nothing personal against Mitski, but yeah. if you're going to make a... If you're going to make a, you know, fuck you record label album, you could... Maybe stop being so impersonal with your fans, or maybe be a little yeah. more like open. It's like, yeah, it's it's hard because I get I get wanting to. I think that this is the last music we'll hear from her, from like her on her own. Maybe she'd like do features or like start a side project or something. But I think this is the last Mitski album. I know she's been she's been doing mm-hmm. soundtracks for stuff, mm-hmm. and she like did some stuff with Lucy Dacus. Um, and helped her with her last record. But I think this is the final Bitsky album. And 
I think that's because she really values her privacy and wanting to feel done when she's done with Mm -hmm. whatever it is that she's working on. And I think that this record worked directly against that feeling. And that Mm -hmm. sucks. And I... I don't know. Like, it's just like... I want to like this record so much more than I do. And I still like it. But, like... It's hard to, like, compare it to Make Out Creek or Puberty 2 or even Be the Cowboy. It's, like, a stark difference. Like, mm-hmm. I'll tell you right now, because I don't, I don't even feel the need to go track by track necessarily, but, like, I'll, I'll just I'll, I'll mess up the order of our podcast. Like, no. Make Out Creek and Puberty 2, as far as I'm concerned, those are, like, AA plus tier. Like, they're in that range. Mm-hmm. They're, they're very, very good. This is like a B minus maybe, mm-hmm. and like a B minus is not a bad grade, but like when you're comparing it to a discography of that caliber, and like she's got everything going. Like you have people like I know I already mentioned her, but you have like Phoebe Bridgers who like Phoebe Bridgers is known for her lyricism and always will be, and she's like she's not a bad musician in any sense, but like. When I think of Phoebe, I think of her lyrics, you know? Mm-hmm. When I think of Mitski, I think of everything. She's got potent lyrics. She's got, like, incredible instrumentals. Everything about it is engaging. Mm-hmm. And this record just isn't that. Uh-huh. A couple things I will say, um, just involving the music. Yeah, I mean, we can, we can still go over stuff. I, I, just, I, I felt the need to, like, make that point. Um, Sorry. One thing I will say is that I think Mitski still remains... A sharp lyricist. I yeah, that's um, true. Many, a lot of the songs, or a lot of the lyrics are good mm. and usually great. I think. Yeah. It's more of just like, the song behind it really isn't anything. There really isn't anything going on either. Like the structure of it is like whatever, or mm-hmm. the like the melody isn't even there, or the instrumental is like boring. Which is a lot of this album is just kind of boring just really middle of the road kind of like synth pop new wave doesn't really know what it wants to be um but oftentimes i'll like read the lyrics and i'll be like well she can still like she's still got pen game she's probably a better poet than she is a songwriter these days yeah i like i would i like this is gonna sound probably pretentious and stupid but like I think I would have enjoyed this, I don't know about more, but just as much if she was like, hey, I'm going to put out a collection of, like, just, like, things I've written. And I would be able to appreciate that in a way that I, because, like, I listened to this album, I went on long car rides over the last week. Mm -hmm. I listened to this album, like, three or four times, and I swear to you, every time, I didn't realize it had started over. Like, it, it, the the instrumentals had that low of an impact on me for most of the record that, like, it took me until, like, track two or three or, like, a single that I recognized for me to be like, oh, I've already, I've already listened to the whole thing. And that's, that's, that's bad news. I don't like that feeling. No, I, I think the, it doesn't, like, it doesn't bleed together for me. I can, I can still, like, tell the tracks apart. <laughs> I can actually... I, I visibly like tense up when the last song comes on because that instrumental is kind of atrocious. Um, that's our lamp. It's mm-hmm. so like 
Like, is it, is she, like, trying to do a new wave thing? But it sounds so bad. Like, I don't, it sounds, like, goofy. It's a little goofy song, but it's, like, Mitski lyrics. So, not a lot of goofy vibes happening there. Yeah. Genuinely bad Mitski song, I think. <laughs> um, let me, let me see. I will say, I, like, I think that the quote-unquote bangers of this album are really good because those are just like fun and lighthearted in the terms of like the instrumentals not the lyrics speaking on stay soft and should have been me because lyrically those aren't like fun songs but like Mm -hmm. those are fun to listen to i really enjoy them um yeah i do think um i like the opener overall i think it's it's not bad i i like the 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 synths and kind of how vast they feel. And like I said, the lyrics are pretty good. Um, Working for the Knife. I'm starting to genuinely dislike that song. I was first like, uh, it's just like kind of like messy, but like there's a lot of good ideas going on. They just don't really come together. But I'm starting to think it's just bad ideas that don't come together. Mm-hmm. So it's just not... I don't know. And then I didn't like the only Heartbreaker when it came out, and I still don't really like it. I think the tune is fine. Mm. It's probably one of the stronger tunes on the album, to be honest. But it's really repetitive, and I don't really like the kind of, like, wallpaper synth bass line that's in there and, like, the like little snare drum every other beat. Yeah, It feels a little uninspired. And then along with the kind of repeating chorus... It just it it feels half-hearted. Yeah, in a lot of places. That's I mean that's my main takeaway from this album. It's like there's she's not all there, and that's and that's it's sucks, really but disappointing. It's I I can't like, I can't really give it a pass without like knowing. I yeah. I can guess. Yeah, I can be like, well, maybe she just was doing it to get the label off her back, but. I'm but yeah, I mean, I'm no. Yeah, I, yeah. That's unless true. she says something, which I don't think she will. Which she doesn't say anything ever. Yeah. So it's kind of we're just kind of in the dark on the whole thing. Yeah, I I walk away from this record feeling kind of weird, you know, because again, I still like it in a lot of ways, but I it feels impersonal and coming from uh, an artist who. So many people, myself included, find ways to like relate to their music. Mm-hmm. It's weird to walk away feeling like it was impersonal. Yeah. I'm not as stupid head over heels for Minsky's music as I used to be. I still think it's great. She has a lot of great songs. Um, you know, I've, I've grown out of it a little bit. But it's she's obviously, one could say, falling off. And maybe I'm, just because she doesn't really, she's not really feeling it anymore, or I don't know. But this album is just kind of like a mess in terms of like the songwriting and a lot of the production is kind of like whatever. It's not really there. There will be like random little percussion hits that don't really fit the song. Um, what I'm thinking of in particular is um, everyone that has like this little like weird percussion bit that i i think is just out of place um i still like heat lightning quite a bit i think that's the most realized song because it actually has like a dynamic structure to it Mm -hmm. um and love me more has grown on me a little bit 
since I heard it for the first time because it was one of the singles. Yeah. Um, but I, most of it, I don't really feel anything. And if yeah. I do feel something, it's usually either disappointment or like, what were, angry video game nerd, what were they thinking? What were they thinking? <laughs> Maybe they just weren't thinking. I don't know. Because a lot of it is just kind of like, I don't know, we'll just we'll do that. Yeah. And that that's how the song came out. I mean, Mitski brought it lyrically, I will say. Yeah. Those are, those I don't are usually think it's on possible point. for her to not bring it lyrically. No, so she's there's, still there's gifted in that sense. But I know she's a gifted songwriter because yeah. she has five albums before this one yeah. where she has a lot of great songs. Yeah. So it's just frustrating. Yeah, and it is. I can't even, like, I revisited Puberty 2 and Make Out Creek to prepare for this little episode. And, you know, I'm I'm just not as deeply in love with them as I used to be. And maybe it's just because I'm, like, I know where the trajectory of her career is going. Mm. So it's hard for me to, I can't really enjoy them in a vacuum anymore like I used to. Because I remember when she announced Working for the Knife was coming out, I was like, Yo, yeah. New Mitski. And ever since she released the single and all the singles started coming out and then the album, I've just been like, yeah. okay, like yeah. whatever. It's another Mitski album. Woohoo. I bought the shirt for $20 <laughs> that I'll like never wear. Let's go. Let's go. And like, even like the album art feels very like, it's like the same picture for every yeah. single, but like the background is keyed differently. But like, like whatever. Oh, yeah. look. There she is. That's Mitski yeah. for you. And then there's just like some jagged little lines on there. Yeah. That's all I have to say. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I didn't, I didn't really like it. I liked it fine. And that's all I have to B minus. I already said it. I spoiled it. I think I'm. I think I'm on a C minus for this one. That's a you know, it's a tragedy. Tragedy for sure. So next week. <laughs> next week. <laughs> um, we neither Matthew or I picked next week's album because we we're gonna have a special guest who a special picked little guest the new Beach House record, Once Twice Melody. Um, and we'll get into all the special rollout that's happened with that next week with our guest. Okay, thank you, everybody.